0: Chapter Twenty of Fairy Stories My Children Love Best Of All This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Fairy Stories My Children Love Best Of All By Edgar Dubsheimer. Chapter Twenty The Smart Young Tiger once there was a tiger who lived with his wife and three children in a large forest after a long time this tiger grew old and became ill when he knew that he must soon die he called his three children to him and said to them remember that the tiger is the lord of the jungle but there is one animal you must beware of and that is man on no account hurt or kill him. Then the old tiger turned over and died. The two elder sons followed the advice of their father and never thought of going near the dwelling place of man. But the youngest son, who was a headstrong fellow, thought he would like to hunt this animal man. So one morning this smart young tiger set out upon his journey. His mother begged of him not to go, but go he would. The tiger had not traveled far when he met an old, worn-out bullock, and he asked, What sort of an animal are you, pray? Are you a man? No, indeed, replied the other. I am only a poor bullock. Well, can you tell me, then, what sort of an animal man is? I'm going to find one and kill him. Now I beg of you, young tiger, don't go near man. He is a faithless creature. When I was very young, I was man's servant. You can see by these scars how I have been repaid for my faithful work. Now that I am old, he has turned me out into this jungle to live as best I may. But the smart young tiger only laughed at the warning of the old bullock and went on his way. Next, he met an old elephant. Who are you please? Asked the tiger. Are you a man? No, indeed, said the elephant. I am only a poor, worn-out elephant. Is that so? Said the tiger. I wonder if you could tell me what sort of an animal man is. I am hunting for one to kill and eat. Beware how you hunt man. He is a faithless creature, said the elephant. Look at me. I am lord of the jungle, but man tamed me and made me his servant. When I was young, I had an attendant to wash me and groom me and give me food. But now that I am too old to do his work, man forgets all those years of toil and turns me out into the jungle. The young tiger laughed again and went on. By and by, he came to a woodcutter. He stood and watched him for a time, and then he went up to him and said, What sort of an animal are you, please? Why, exclaimed the woodcutter, what an ignorant tiger you must be. Can't you see that I am a man? Oh, are you? Then I am in luck, for I am hunting for a man to kill him and eat him, said the tiger. The woodcutter laughed and replied, Ha! kill and eat me. Don't you know that man is much too clever to be killed and eaten by a tiger? Come with me, and I will show you some things that only man knows." This pleased the tiger very much, and the two started out together for the man's home. When they came to the house, which was made of very strong, heavy timbers, the man said, Now this is a house. Let me show you how we use it. Then he went inside, locked the door, and called out to the tiger. You see how much more a man knows than the tiger? Man has a fine house, but the tiger has a cave in the earth. When the tiger heard the man talk in this way, he was very angry and cried out, What right has an ugly creature like you to own such a fine house? You come out and give it to me. So the man came out of the house, and the tiger went in. Then the smart young tiger called out, Now look at me. Don't I look nice in my fine house? Oh, very fine indeed, said the man as he closed the door and bolted it on the outside. Then the man walked away with his axe over his shoulder, leaving the smart young tiger locked up in the house to starve to death. After a few days, the smart young tiger grew hungry and thirsty. He tried to get out but the house was built too strong for him to break through. He was wondering what he could do when he spied a little musk deer at a stream nearby. He called out to her, Oh, Sister Deer, will you please, please open the door for me? The deer was frightened, but she was sorry for the tiger, so she said, Oh, Uncle Tiger, I am afraid that you will kill and eat me if I open the door for you. No, no, I will not, replied the tiger. I promise you faithfully I will not touch you." So the deer opened the door, and the tiger sprang out and ran straight at the deer. "'I am sorry for you, sister deer,' he cried, "'but I must eat you, because I am so very hungry!' The poor deer was dreadfully frightened and cried, "'Oh, tiger, you promised you would not touch me! After what I did for you, you ought to keep faith with me!' "'Faith!' said the smart young tiger. What is faith? I don't believe there is such a thing as faith. Well, let us make a bargain then," replied the deer. We will ask the first three people we meet, and if they all agree there is no such thing as faith, then you may kill me and eat me. I'll agree to that, sister deer," said the tiger. We will call that a bargain. So the smart young tiger and the musk deer set off together soon they came to a tree and the deer said good morning brother tree we have a question we should like to have you decide for us the tree waved its branches and replied what is your question sister deer? i will do my best to help you the musk deer told the tree the whole story now she said will you please tell me "'Whether there's such a thing as good faith?' "'The tree shook its branches and said slowly, "'I am bound to say that my experiences in life "'lead me to believe that there is no such thing as good faith in the world.' "'They thanked the tree and went on. "'Soon they met a buffalo with her calf. "'The deer told her story just as she had told it to the tree.' and asked her the same question. The buffalo would have liked very much to save the deer's life, but she was bound to answer truthfully. So she said, Believe me, there's no such thing as good faith in the world. The smart young tiger was already beginning to show his teeth, and was almost ready to eat the deer then and there. But the deer cried, Wait, Uncle Tiger! Just wait until we ask the third person. If this person says there is no such thing as good faith in the world, then you may kill me and eat me. The tiger agreed, and they started along together again. The deer felt very sad indeed. After a while, they came to a rabbit hopping along the road. Good morning, Brother Rabbit, the deer called out to him. We have a question we should have liked you decide for us. My life depends on your answer. "'I shall be very glad to do the best I can for you, Sister dear," said the rabbit. "'What is your question?' Then the deer told the rabbit the story from beginning to end, and what the tree and the buffalo had said, and asked him if he could tell whether there was any such thing as good faith in the world. "'Dear me,' the rabbit replied, "'that is a very serious question.' "'You say that you are in the woodcutter's house, Sister dear? "'No, no.' "'Interrupted the tiger. "'It was not the deer. "'I was in the woodcutter's house.' "'Oh, I see,' said the rabbit. "'Sister Deer must have locked you in, then.' "'Oh, no,' the deer explained. "'You don't seem to understand at all. "'That is not how it happened. "'Well, well, this is very much mixed. "'Suppose you take me back to where this happened?' "'and show me just what took place.' "'So the three went off together to the woodcutter's house. "'Now where were you, sister dear, at the time when the tiger spoke to you?' asked the rabbit. "'No, I was down here,' said the deer. "'And she ran down to the brook. "'Yes, yes, I begin to see,' said the rabbit. "'Now where were you, Uncle Tiger?' "'Why, I was in the house, like this,' said the smart young tiger.' And he went into the house. And I suppose the door was shut like this, said the rabbit, as he quickly closed the door and slyly slipped in the bolt. Then the rabbit and the deer went off to their own homes, leaving the smart young tiger locked up. End of chapter 20